0: How many days into
1: April did it take before we even started to address the monthly quota?
2: I I, I forgot think, now. I feel like it was about 20 to 22 days, give or take.
1: You know what? You Now, you, now that I brought it up, I have to look up when we put up the episodes, like the dates of those recordings. <laughs> and for some strange reason, my, uh, you know, my, my computer picked a perfect time to
2: be a slow load, right? How old's that MacBook now?
1: Oh, it's a it's a twenty twenty one
2: MacBook Pro. Oh, okay,
1: so this is this is this is my new my newest like a fairly recent one, right? So th- that would have nothing to do with it. Oh,
2: okay, because it it's just like how it. how much. I'm just thinking, like, how much stuff do you put in that computer to make it Mm. slower if it's that new?
1: No, no, it's just, I I think some days it's the connection. And I think these days it's also just Safari sucks. Oh. April 23rd. That's when we uh, taped
0: episode 81. Because I do
2: remember, like, messaging you maybe three or four days before saying, like, yo...
1: Let's do an episode. You're me, yeah. you're, um,
2: you're, you're not about, to, you're behind.
1: You won't meet quota.
2: <laughs> Basically.
1: Yeah, I think that's what you said. Something to that effect, right? Yeah. Well, here we are on the second day of May in 2023. There's your, there's your date today. And we're going to meeting half our quota right now. Although I'll, I'll be in space heater chat form. And it's just me and you tonight, Kevin. Yes. Because well everyone else has a life
2: sounds about right
1: yeah yeah i mean i mean i grant it today is my day off and i just really couldn't couldn't get up really couldn't do too much all, all i really if there's anything productive that i might have done today it's that the the website in its you know, circa 2010 form. And the Twitter are at least up to date. Finally. Like, I, I like I just realized it, we've done nine recordings. I believe nine recordings. Uh, and I may have already miscounted. So let me, uh, so now I'm going to look at that again. If you'll uh, excuse me for a second. Let me see here. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Nine, yeah, nine recordings so far in 2023. I have not properly updated the Twitter for any episodes we've done so far in 2023. And we've done (laughs) that. That's how bad this is we we talked we've talked off the air may uh you've offered to at least take some control not control not total control but you know i might give you the keys to the uh to the social medias
2: if only because i'm a little more active on twitter nowadays not that much but it's i not- feel like if i'm on twitter i would then think like oh well yeah let's actually just you know, post that the episode's up and maybe...
1: And you'll probably be, you'll probably come up with something more smart Alec to say in posting those episodes.
2: And like come up with stuff to talk about. I don't know. like
1: Yeah, or put, or actually find, or maybe put up a a news story.
2: I'm I'm not perfect either. I have my life that I go about.
1: Don't we all, right? Like, Like, this is the thing about... Being this type of uh, like a high level content creator, which, which frankly, neither of us are. Mm-hmm. Nobody, none of us are. We, we all are, have our own, you know, our own separate walks of life.
2: Yeah. And um,
1: away from these type of things.
2: And your job is more taxing than mine right now.
1: <laughs> well, if you remember what I, if anybody out there remembers what my job is, I've brought it up once in the, only once in the entire history of the podcast, if I brought up my regular job, mm-hmm. and you'll have, and if you don't know it now, then I—that's probably an encouragement for anybody to listen to all of the past episodes. <laughs> okay, you there, have Mike. Ever done, and then you'll be able to figure it out. Okay, I, there, Mike. I will I acknowledge
2: one's that dedicated.
1: No no one's that dedicated, but I will acknowledge just for that reason. No, no, not for that reason no one would be
2: but i will but if they if people
1: want a clue it was at least in version 2 i acknowledged it
2: <laughs> i still i have to say some of those version 1s are still gems
0: they
1: i miss really having are. yeah i think we just said this off the air i i there uh, there are days i miss having both either or both of neil and adam on the show and, and, and they have their lives to live right now too.
2: Though one is a little more accessible than the other.
1: Yeah. Well, because that, because that one has at least appeared a couple of times in version two, mm-hmm. although it's been a while. So we'll try and, uh, you know, what I'll try and contact Neil and we'll see if he can do, uh, anime North. We're going to talk a little bit of uh, about anime North a little later on, but.
0: Okay. The reason we're just
1: uh, doing this tonight, every so often, whether it's a regular episode, certainly in a space heater chat setting, Kevin and I, and maybe some of the, and maybe James too, we, we just want to settle down and just stay away from the anime side of things and then just go on the manga side, just for a little bit. Like most of our conversations talk about everything as a whole, our, our fandom as a whole right? Like, because let's, the stuff, our fandoms have different overlaps.
3: Mm
1: -hmm. But, I I mean, James is a collector of a lot of the basic, of basic physical media. I mean, core physical media. When, when I say core physical media or core merchandise, I'm usually referring to something like manga and, anime home video and kevin Kevin, video games
2: james has a very extensive video game collection yes he does would you refer would would
1: you think to think of it as core merchandise in our fandom
2: video games yeah it's it's basically just physical media or just not merchandise because because you know over the years uh it shifted away from anime sales like the anime dvds and blu-rays those sales it's kind of shifted more towards merchandise sales now yeah
1: i mean we kind of hinted at that in the like we had that conversation last although manga
2: did certainly grow over the last several years
1: and that'll be at the heart of what we ultimately talk about later on mm-hmm. so it, now that we've kind of gone down this discussion Is there truly a core item, piece of merchandise, or physical media, anything? Is there a core piece in the media mix these days in our fandom? A
2: core media?
1: Like a core piece, a core piece of, uh, a core line of merchandise, or a core line of something physical, something tangible, something you can hold.
2: I'd say merchandise wise, it's figures. Okay, merchandise 100% wise, hundred percent, it's figures. Okay, like whether or not they're Nendoroids or or Figma's or the nicer PVC statues, like that's a that's what a lot of people I see are buying nowadays.
1: Okay, it's uh, maybe I I have to shift the question a little bit. And say, like, because maybe it's an apples and oranges argument, right? I always said, like, in the odds, maybe the, maybe physical, physical home video, DVDs, especially, were uh, the core item in our fandom, may or may not have been our, the core item in our fandom. And manga has always been there, Th- and like physical books has always been there. So maybe is it an apples and oranges argument because you're talking primary and then what's the what's the word I'm looking for here and then what, derivative secondary
2: or tertiary yeah
1: secondary or derivative because I think we can make this argument that that anime that the anime and manga
2: maybe they're the they're the original items in all of this and that you can. Uh, And And you can still say that anime is still the core product. It's just people aren't necessarily buying the core product, but it's still the core product in which people consume this stuff.
1: The original thing. I was about to say the original. More often than not. But the original. The original part of it. Like, I mean, like we can make this argument. uh, We can have this debate as to what's considered the original, the chicken egg. Is it manga or is it anime?
2: Well, it depends on what really came first right so stuff like samurai champloo and like wolf's rain or carol and tuesday or like SSSS gridman like that's kind of stuff was uh an anime first
1: cowboy Bebop. pretty sure
2: gridman was an anime first
1: cowboy Bebop. and
2: then that's and then because that was popular and they wanted to do the whole media mix thing they'll make an Manga for it, whereas now, whereas more often than not, anime does use manga and light novels as their original source material now,
3: Mm -hmm.
2: and you still get some video games and visual novels too, although less so nowadays. But there was a point there that was that was the original piece, right? There was a time.
1: There never seemed to be that many. Uh, anime
2: adaptations of video games to be honest
1: well yeah but then again we'd be talking probably depending on where you're going maybe uh, something that's a little too mature for some people
2: well there's not nearly as many visual novel adaptations as there used to be
1: fair enough
2: i got taken over by light novels i feel
1: so going back to my original question forget what's considered considered Primary and secondary and tertiary, what's just considered the big one these days? And you still th- uh, would you still stick with
2: uh with figures? Like if if people want to buy it, you mean?
1: Yeah, like people like what what what? Where's the flock? Where where's the where's our fandom flocking
2: to? You, would you still say figures? Yeah, figures, manga nowadays. Is it one or one A or is there a clear video number games. one in all that? Oh,
1: or is or is it a little bit more diverse now? So, so we can use this argument that no one part of the media mix, like or the fandom and the and the industry behind it, is not dependent on one part of the media mix anymore.
2: Mm, it'd be anime and video games then that are the core product as a whole They're still,
1: still, but even if they don't generate, well, or it, it's still needed anyway, it's still, it's still the, it's still the foundation of it, of the entire mix. Like figures are a
2: derivative of, of anime and video games and manga for the most part. Mm-hmm. Like people will usually buy a figure because they liked that character in the show.
1: And that could, that could be as not. much
2: like, like you probably do get people who will buy figures just because it's pretty.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Or if you buy some figures of original characters created by artists, then you usually buy it because you support the artist. Okay. And you think it's a good looking figure too.
1: Yeah, or am I am I really starting to confuse the confuse the situation now? You're overthinking it a little bit. Yeah, but but, but you know we're both guilty of versions of that, right? But
2: basically, yeah, you know most people consume anime, mm-hmm.
1: most people and
2: consume video games, and, and you most- can say people do consume manga a lot more often now, but it's still without a doubt that m- manga sales are largely driven. From people having watched the anime. Mm -hmm. Which comes back to the example of how when Attack on Titan came out in the USA, it came out months before the anime debuted. And so the story goes, it wasn't doing that great. Because I think they did put out maybe a few volumes out. And retailers were kind of questioning this series and then Kodansha was like, just wait until April and then April happened.
1: That's when the anime debuted in North America.
2: At back in those times, yes. And then history and then that's the history.
1: Or the rest is history as the same. Yeah, word. the rest is
2: history, yes.
1: So in the end, that's all it comes back down to not my theory, but what I stated in the past basically anime may not be the product in and of itself or the big product that people will flock to but the fact but still people will consume it it ends up driving everything else ultimately yeah so so when we talk about what's the core here it's not necessarily that product necessarily necessarily being what being important because people buy it it's that product because it convinces people to just buy into the IP, period. Whatever, whatever those products are afterwards.
2: Sure, yeah. Okay. Because a lot of it is, oh yeah, I saw the anime, now I want to read the manga, so people will realize, oh, it was originally a manga, or it was originally a light novel.
1: Or, or, having, having a video or, game. Having, or failing to be able to get the anime, you just want to know still, what's the rest of the story? Or have something there, or has have something as a reminder, hands a figure Mm -hmm. like a figure, or like Mm -hmm. art books, just a reminder of you know, just a memento of your of the fact you liked something.
2: Right. Yeah. So for in my case, I was largely an anime and manga buyer, and I did buy a decent amount of video games too, though I did stopped buying a lot of anime over the last several years because i rarely watch anime nowadays mm-hmm. and i also stopped buying video games on mass like i do still buy them but i do buy significantly fewer than before yeah because i just don't have the time to play everything mm-hmm. so i try to be selective keyword try Whereas manga is still the only thing that I am still willing to buy some titles either blind or maybe only having read one or two volumes of something. Yeah. So I I will admit that I don't buy all of my stuff new anymore.
1: Ah, okay. Or I don't
2: buy a lot of my stuff at retail price or close to retail. Even when I'm buying it through direct channels.
0: Mm Mm-hmm.
1: I think for me personally, it's a very similar trajectory because there was this point when I was young, much younger as fandom really started to come of age here. And when I say that, we're talking late, late 90s, odd and nots, where I would scoop up just about anything. And then I realized
0: when I was going broke, sort of,
1: and two, well, space was becoming a thing, and, and 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 then and then the other dilemmas, just like you stated, just can't have the time to enjoy it.
2: I need another two shelves to properly display everything nowadays.
1: Well, well that's a, that's 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 impressive because I probably would need at least double that
2: <laughs>
1: to anyway. But the thing is, in, as we've gone through the past how many years now since we started version 2 and me getting kind of getting back into things like 5 years now right the 5 years since we started version 2 i've sort i've gotten back into things and bought again not to the same degree as back then but maybe still a fair amount and you know and that kind of leads us to where we are and why we're chatting this evening so and once again, it's about manga. Like we said, we we're going to talk about manga. All right. So, quick story. Although Kevin already knows this, so I'm just sharing it with you. Obviously, you guys know um, one of the my watches recently was was sama Love Love Is War. Become a fan of it. And as I said, and you know, I, I I'm I'm living out with some of the stuff I talk about. You watch a show, you like it enough, you want to know, see the story again, or read the story again. That's probably the key word.
2: It is one of the better in romances that have come out lately. Mm-hmm. Interesting how a lot of people think it is a shoujo series, or that it was originally targeted to girls just because it's a romance, but no, that's not the case. <laughs> but
1: for me, then I started to, you know, I only would sporadically watch episodes, would forget them sometimes, take months to be able to watch episodes again. Then sometimes there's this point where I have to, you know, binge watch, mini binge chunks of episodes. And then there's, they come, it comes to the point where maybe I'm curious about reading the manga and to, and I, and my initial channels is a little different. I end up going to the library. How many of you out there listening to this would read your manga by borrowing it from a public library? How many? I mean, we're, ex- we might be exceptions because I do, I know Kevin does
2: or has in the past. I don't do read through the library as much as I used to, but I do still. Borrow from the library from time to time.
1: Yeah. But how many? Usually
2: I'll use the library to try out newer series that I might be interested in buying. And if they don't have it, I try to put those requests in. Yes. But what's kind of interesting lately is that they rejected some of my requests for some of the Kodansha shoujo manga that have come out lately. Oh, they're not buying or they're not adding it to their shelves? Just straight up rejected it. And these are series that are only one or two volumes long. These are new series. So they they can't use length as an excuse. They
1: can't use uh, financial commitment because it's probably not the biggest financial commitment.
2: Because it's not. Okay. Whereas... You know, ages ago, when I tried to get them to buy Toriko, Toriko at that point was almost 20 volumes long. So, yes, in that sense, that was a financial commitment.
1: Did they or did they not?
2: And they did not. But you could argue that perhaps that was for the best. Okay. And it took them a long time to get Black Clover in. Yeah. Because when I requested Black Clover, it was also into the teens. But... Black Clover was also a lot more popular than Toriko ever was. Right. They eventually did, but it took quite a while.
1: Yeah. Okay. So, uh, so going back to where I am and my story and what I'm trying to get and where I'm going with it, and it's not much different with you, except for the fact that maybe I do constantly try to read it, read the story a little more. It started once I started to borrow volumes of Kaguya-sama from the library, uh, maybe four or five at a time, I was able to put them off for a week or so, or maybe a week and a half and then drilled through the five volumes just before I was supposed to return it, even though I could renew it. Mm -hmm. And I looked, there's plenty, they had like plenty of copies, literally dozens of copies of each volume sometimes to, uh, to circulate, just had to, just had to ask for it, uh, had to reserve it and it was sent to my branch, right? But then I like, as I kept reading, I liked it enough knowing, and then at the very least, we're at this point where we know this is a complete series. So I know what the commitment would be. And I said, I'm willing to do the commitment. Boy, that, that sounds like a really um, out of context word to use, commitment. So I, so here I am thinking about buying it, but just like you, Kevin, I wouldn't necessarily just jump at the first opportunity to purchase it. Maybe I want to do, maybe I want to do this on my own terms, i.e. look for something a little, look for value, something a little cheaper. Maybe you look for it used. Maybe you look for a sale. Look at the eBay ads. Look at the Facebook marketplace. And eventually, yes, I found a, I found a good chunk of them. A guy willing to sell the first twenty four volumes of twenty eight for for sama This was some months back and made the purchase. I forgot the
0: exact amount I paid for it because sometimes you just want to forget,
1: but I know I know it wasn't uh, that bad of a price. And, and it was a fascinating conversation when I went to pick it up because it was here in the West End in Mississauga. And the guy who sold it to me took looked at the books. They were in good condition. But we ended up having this interesting conversation about the books themselves. Okay. Right? And he touched on a lot of the points we talked about during the pandemic series to this point. And that was, you know, books being out of print and then the delays in reprint and reprints and how different places, different printers in different places would be printing them, but no, not, not all prints were made the same. Not all publishing, not all editions were the same. And sometimes yeah. uh, that, a lot of that would depend on the materials Sometimes and, well, where they were printed and maybe the resulting materials.
2: Yes, because when all the printers got backed up, like, publishers had to find other ways to try and get these out. They had to go outside of their usual print houses and printing presses to get this stuff made.
1: Yes, and this was at a point where, and we're going to re- allude to the where we stand today on this, but... This was at a point where, you know, because of the pandemic, there was a lot of interest in home and more in personal entertainment. But having said that doesn't sound right. Well,
2: not really. You just made it sound worse than it is. <laughs> yes, but, you know, like that's how we roll on this show.
1: But. But it was at a point where there, where there was a big spike in home, in home entertainment. And and when I say home entertainment, yeah, we, we say books as well. We put our, put books in that. We, we've, it isn't a secret. We've talked about it about how Manga did has done during the pandemic. Interest has spiked if not exploded. And like, uh, I forgot, like, I think you have a better sense of the numbers than I do, but we just know they were,
2: it was good. Well, in terms uh, of what? Manga sales? Yeah.
1: Yeah, it exploded. year, Year over year basis, right? Especially during the, during, you know, 2020, 2021.
2: Yeah. Numerous series went massively out of print, as I said in the past. Series that kind of stagnated in sales got revived because of TikTok. And just it became a lot harder to find a lot of stuff, even current stuff.
1: Yeah. Like much early so.
2: volumes of Chainsaw Man were not easy to find.
1: Yeah. And then,
2: like, you actually did need to pre order sometimes for certain things if you wanted them right away.
1: Mm-hmm. So, and then, and then that's before we get to back orders and older titles. And that's another story altogether, but we we ended up having this nice conversation and then he started to tell, okay, yeah, not, no two printer editions are alike. And so always take a, he always, he kind of hinted to me, pay attention to where these editions are printed. And that might tell you a lot about their paper quality. Some, some paper can be thicker than others. And I know Kevin and even James is key, are keen on that. So can you give me a quick primer on that? I mean, in my right hand, left hand right now is Volume 6 of Beastars. Yes, I've started reading Beastars in, in manga-wise, and it's gone the same way as Kaguya-sama in that I'm interested in buying at least a used copy of that, and that could happen pretty soon.
2: How are you finding it
1: so far? I, like it. I mean, they, I, I thought well of the anime. I just haven't gotten around to watching any more of it since the first season. And the uh, where I and volume six is the latter stages of the first season.
2: Yeah, early on, uh, Paru Itagaki really did nail down the story. I have to say, people do kind of question where it goes later on, but like those early stories are so good.
1: Yeah, yeah, I've enjoyed it. I, I'm curious to see where it goes. Maybe I'll be let down. I think sounds like people are. I, I should brace for that. But I look at it, and maybe I haven't held manga enough to really know. This one says it's printed in the USA. This was a first printing in 2020. Oh, yeah, this, uh, th- this says at the back, first printing May 2020. Volume 6 of, uh, of Beastars. And it's finished now in North America.
2: I wrapped them not too long ago.
1: So 20 at 22 volumes,
2: 2020
1: for, 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 at, for, at volume six, that's not bad. So what can you tell me about this? Like, is it, like, does it matter where sometimes it's printed? I remember Italy being, being mentioned in where, where uh, volumes, uh, certain volumes were printed as well. And I think I remember seeing that a few times in, in, in my Kuglia Sama stack.
2: I will say for 98% of the human populace, it really doesn't matter. Because only people who like scrutinize and nitpick these kinds of things are the ones that are going to notice, let alone care.
1: Because noticing and caring are two, can be two different things in this context
2: and am i one of those people? Yes. It's a it's a case by case basis.
1: Okay. Sorry, i put words in your mouth.
2: Yes, you did.
1: <laughs> I'm sorry. I've been accused of that lately.
2: Explain. So there are a number of different series where when they were being printed or reprinted they would use printers from Italy to put out more books because you know usually with the ones in say the US or Canada they those are backed up and Viz or Kodansha or 7C's or any other company would want to prioritize their ongoing stuff for those Because those are on a stricter schedule. And you need to always keep on putting out new stuff.
1: And we're talking recent titles or
2: big titles? Like the equivalent of a AAA? Just anything new. Okay. Some interesting exceptions to that were the My Hero Academia box set one, which compiles the first 20 volumes. But that release, at least in its first printing, was printed in Italy. So more often than not, at least in my experience, the Italian printings of these books are a little thinner than the ones made in or printed in the USA or in Canada.
0: And so, if you wanted to, let's say,
2: want a box set of My Hero Academia, and let's say you found like an empty box for it, not like with nothing in it, and you have those early volumes, your volumes 1 through 20 if they were printed in Canada or the U S will not fit in the box because the Italian printings of the one through 20 in the box set are thinner. And so it's a tighter fit.
0: Hmm. It's essentially
1: made to fit more like it. Yes. Like it's not necessarily on purpose. It's just, they had the books and then we had to make the box for them
2: yeah they you know cuz when you plan all the dimensions for this stuff like that that's all taken into consideration See- i know um various reprints of chainsaw man and nisekoi and banana fish some of those reprints were also done in italy so in the case of Nisekoi, I do have a couple of the re, the recently reprinted volumes of, I think, volume like three and four. Like I, A couple of my recent uh, ones for that are from Italy because it took several months for th- some of those early volumes to get reprinted in the first place. And then if I compare it to another identical volume four, for example, or even to another... Volume in the series where it's like it's supposed to be of similar page count, like you'll notice that it's like a little bit thinner. Hmm. So it's like sometimes I would imagine I, I can't claim to be super knowledgeable or qualified in this, but I would imagine that like the paper stock comes into play, like how it's being binded. That's what. Can result in like a book being a little thinner than than another one, mm-hmm. assuming that the page count is about the same. Yeah. So, having said all of this,
1: is bigger or better? Where I'm using all these, I'm doing all this double. Must well just might as well just go whole hog.
2: I like. I like to think it's better, to be honest, if it's a little thicker. Mm-hmm. But like I said, most people don't care, and probably shouldn't care. But I will say, for let's say, I think I have one or two of my Chainsaw chainsawman books are from Italy, and sometimes like the edge of the, like the edges of the spine will bleed over onto like the front and the back cover respectively. And it doesn't look as clean as a result.
1: Hmm. That's an interesting way to put it.
2: So that was another reason why a lot of people did not like some of those Italian printings of some of the stuff that got reprinted.
1: Sounds like real collectors out there.
2: Yeah, like a lot a lot of these things kind of well, you know, to say that, like, you know, I sometimes do nitpick the books that I get. I, you know, it's a case by case basis, right? Like, like it's well, for me, yeah. if the if the spine bleeds under the front and back cover like that, like that is a turn off for me. Like, I don't like that.
1: Mm. To show me a picture of that, just to so, so you know, so I know exactly what you're illustrating here or trying to I've illustrate. To find
2: some of my. I have to find either. See, I remember seeing this in Chainsaw Man and Nisekoi, so I have to see which ones had that example if I can find them. But okay. Anyway, but like you know, in terms of like, like the paper quality too. I I generally don't care, to be honest. I sometimes do notice because you'll know you'll know if um the quality of the paper is air quotes good or not as good close quotes if you can see the uh like if let's say you hold a page to the light and you can kind of see the other side of the page go through a little bit you can see a bit of the other side of the page okay see through it like it's a bit opaque and hold it to the more more translucent i guess i wouldn't say opaque oh well opaque is the opposite sorry yeah
1: like how, how translucent are we talking because i'm I, I well i'm I'm looking at the at now pages of of this volume of b stars I have through through the light and I can kind of see the other side a little bit,
0: I guess it's how much
1: mm-hmm. so well it, it is something to ponder, and maybe you're right it's just it shouldn't matter we're talking and it depends on how. Maybe it, maybe whether or not you care, like it's probably a bunch of factors. How much do you value this title? How much of a collector are you? How, how well do you handle your books? Do you, do you mangle them? Or you do, do you treat them like fine, like fine ceramics? Do you put them in a comic book bag, which I have been known to do in the past?
2: and I don't for the most part.
1: I mean it was just a habit it, that was that's a habit of a that's an old habit of from my time at comic den. They would we they would gra- they would wrap up their their um their issues of uh their graphic novels their manga in
2: in comic book bags sometimes. You know, but if you do keep I, I guess the assumption is why people do this is because if you do keep them in the bags and keep them away from sunlight, it does slow down the page yellowing process, I would assume. Is that the case? Yeah, I, I suppose, but I always thought it was uh, is it air or is it sunlight? It's air, isn't it?
1: That would that would uh that would cause that, wouldn't it? I don't recall. Like I mean, I I I, I it's lost on me. I remember hearing this. I think one, for a long time it was sun, but then there was like evidence to say that, like, air could do it too. Mm. Air could uh, be just as much a cause, but yeah. But, uh, you know, as I said, because of the whole, the way the pandemic uh, upped demand, other sources had to be found. And this is where we are now, but over the last week, and this is where we start to get it back into the business side of it, not just the co- not the collector side. Last week, or you know, i say not necessarily a friend of the show, but I've sta- I've talked with Debayoki once or twice, and obviously anybody who keeps up with the industry knows who she is. Like she's been she's been there, you know, for a very long time. She's been she's been a commentator about the manga industry for a very long time. Was she at was she at uh, TCAF over the weekend? I don't know. I I didn't see her there, but has, I don't recall been, if she was. She's been she's had her presence there, hasn't she? She's been there before,
2: yeah. So, but I don't know if she was this year.
1: Okay, said I. I talked with her once or twice uh, online, mainly because she's a. Uh, She's close friends with Matt Alt and you know. Was tickled uh, that uh, we we're trying to help uh, push uh, push sales of his uh, his pure invention book. Another, we, we should get back to that another time. But
2: well, she also does have that manga podcast that she does with uh, Christopher Butcher mm-hmm. and Chip Zardzki, who you know created Sex Criminals and other amazing comics, and I believe David Brothers contributes as well from time to time. Uh, I'm just very far behind on that podcast, so I'm a little fuzzy on that. I'm fuzzy on a lot of things anyway.
1: So she wrote in our, She wrote uh, in a couple weeks ago, I guess. Basically, for Publishers Weekly, she asked, are manga sales evening out? Basically, the idea that there's been a plateau. And that the, there, while there still has been growth year over year, it's not explosive. It's there, but it's not as good as it was the previous year. That's, that's the upshot of the article. And basically, the rest of the article kind of tries to explain it a little bit. And how should publishers start to react to this? Should they brace themselves, like, should we brace ourselves for another crash of some sort, like we saw at the end of the uh, knots?
2: Well, that crash was caused by a major American retailer closing down. hmm And that was, I always forget if it was during the recession or if it was right before the recession.
1: But nonetheless, right? Mm-hmm. So much of the article would tell, would talked a little bit about, well, how things are different from back then, right? Our means of consumption and, and it comes back down to the media mix. Our means of consumption and becoming familiar with, with IPs that are depicted in these in manga have changed and distribution methods have changed, whether they're, they're physical or digital, right? like it, i think one thing that uh, stuck out is the suggestion that in terms of the first part of the and and it's a reference to the two core two, two of the core products the anime and the manga whereas in like manga has moved away from DVD moved away from broadcast a lot more streaming now
2: you mean just in terms of like people consuming the stuff.
1: Yeah, in terms of basic consumption, but the thing is it's it's funneled into street, into maybe one or two places. I think let me just uh not really consolidated. There's there's places to there's a few options to consume. Because remember what we said, where's the comp where's the comp, uh, when Sony took over? When Sony took over Crunchyroll, where's the now competition coming from now? And we thought would it be in the form of a new streamer? but time is proving if it's going to happen, maybe it'll happen through more legacy companies wanting to add to their their own streaming libraries, like the peacocks, like the Netflixes. Well, Netflix is not really legacy, but other places Amazon used to, but you know that's somewhere else now. high dive. But let's face it, Sony, Sony, and uh, Sony and Crunchyroll are the big ones right now.
2: But although you could say um, Sentai is very thankful that they have Oshinoko right now, yeah, because that brought a lot of people to their site.
0: Mm-hmm. But uh, but there is just belief, and
1: and she hints that. You know, there's there's a little bit more diversification in consumption away from DVD, away from bro- uh, depending on broadcast, because let's face it, Cartoon Network doesn't do it like that anymore, and Teletoon doesn't do it like that anymore, and Teletoon doesn't exist anymore, not in English. Yeah, okay. But she just The French she- channel is still around. <laughs> but then there's but she always she used the phrase book channels. Book sales channels continue to consolidate, but they become a big part of major booksellers for Amazon, for Barnes and Noble, for Indigo up here in Canada, and then and then to, and then they're finding themselves in other other types of stores. So, so our the way so our means to purchase is, has changed too. It, it it's less. Like, maybe there was a degree of dependence back then. Still, maybe it comes down to big booksellers. But there's just more, there are still more sellers now. That, you know, well, while a Barnes and Noble, losing a Barnes and Noble or an Amazon would be a big blow. At least Amazon's not going anytime soon. Like I say, right, stuff you think isn't going to go anytime soon. And then of course, the, And then, of course, there's... Where do they go digitally themselves? hmm I mean, I, 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 I'll admit it. Uh, I
2: skimmed the article a little bit. but And you are starting to see some independent bookstores popping up and trying to do this thing from scratch, too.
1: Do which thing? Like, a,
2: like, like sell manga. Like, mm-hmm. you know, these people were into manga. And so they decided to try and sell stuff and try and make a business out of it
3: yeah
1: well i mean
2: there's there's a few of these stores in the states right now
1: or up here in canada there's aren't too many still aren't the greatest amount number of options although you still have your dedicated retailers i mean you in toronto you still have your anime extremes well Well, i don't
2: think they do the money there are plenty of comic book retailers Uh, it's just that whether or not they also sell manga is a different thing. And if they're too busy just trying to run their day-to-day, maybe they don't have a visible website. So you don't even know that they'd exist mm-hmm. because perhaps they don't do online retail or perhaps you just can't find them when you do a search, like a general search, because like their SEO isn't up to snuff.
1: Right. Well, it, you know, on this note, it's, I think it's Independent Bookstore Week in Canada.
0: I remember hearing that on the radio on the topic of legacy, uh, legacy forms of media. So
1: it's, it's just a bunch of things to think about. And then coming back to the big sellers, especially here,
0: we can speak anecdotally, Indigo
1: has has big sections now for 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 manga
2: yeah they've those sections have really grown
1: yeah they take up huge they do take up significant spaces in in, a, in any indigo you will walk into these days or chapters if that brand still exists wherever you see it
2: yeah you'll, see you'll they, keep- they realized it's sold so that's why they expand the sections that's why the discounts aren't as good anymore and that's cause probably don't... why they like closed up some of the loopholes that were there when you wanted to buy stuff at a significant discount. Don't ask me how I know that.
1: Yeah, you're the man. You're the man, Kevin.
2: Well, I wasn't the only one, that's for sure.
1: No kidding. No, even t- in,
2: even in this podcast.
1: <laughs> no, because you're you and uh you and James uh, have taught me how to uh, how to get fixes in. Yeah, post comic den for me.
2: It's just more like, you know, twenty five to thirty three is generally the standard discount now. You you can't get fifty five percent like you used to. <laughs> so like fifty to fifty five. Yeah. Because they don't do the 40% off publisher sales anymore for the most part. No, no. Except for that one random time when uh, they actually did do a, a seven seas sale on Cyber Monday.
1: Was this at Indigo? Yes. Wow. Okay.
2: I believe it was only for one day that they did that too. Wow. Maybe two. I think it was only one.
1: Maybe I missed out on something then. No, well, just the odd thing that does come up. Remember the I'm sorry sale for uh, Indigo last, a couple months ago after their cyber attack, 30%. Uh, was it the buy two, get oh, one was, free? No, it was but like
2: 20. That was like just generally 20 off.
1: I think, it was, I think it was buy two, get one. Well, they had that. They had a version of that as well.
2: No, I didn't see a buy it, two, get one free. It was
1: in store. It was an in, there was an in-store promotion, but it was only in stock. In store with oh yeah system. that's
2: not an I'm sorry sale that was just a general manga okay. sale I think that they so. were
1: doing okay but then there's the I'm sorry but then coming back there is the I'm sorry sale
2: yeah that that coupon did not stack with that other sale going on at the time that yeah that coupon was never meant to stack with other existing sales
1: the only thing you could stack it with is if you had plum uh, plum plus right
2: and if you happen to have your birthday coupon
1: oh that yes.
2: If you were born in March, or you lied and said your birthday was in March when you created your account, how many accounts do you have? I only have one. Okay, but the thing was, there was a point in time where you could have changed your birthday whenever you wanted.
1: Well, they you you did hint they were t- tightening up loopholes.
2: No, they 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 now fix that loophole. So if you were really a dick, you could have just changed your birthday at the end of each month, and then when the next month rolls around, you would have gotten the coupon again. Like yeah. That 20% off coupon. And, it, and back then, most coupons did stack. Yeah. Like, okay. you would not be able to stack the 20% off birthday coupon with the 10% off, like, new membership if you, like, buy – fifty dollars or more those two never stacked but you know it always stacks with plum plus and then you could have still used it with with like another sale
1: yeah so anyway that that's how i ended up with uh quintessential quintuplets anyway which i'll i'll get to, i'll eventually read i've watched the first couple episodes i've read the first two volumes of the manga Thought it was interesting enough if not fall in love with it so i'd, I'd read the rest
2: I really do want to read that.
1: And then, and then I watched, uh, I think one or two episodes of the anime as well. So I, I want I just want to see where it goes. Please no spoilers. But yeah, this, this article is interesting and, you know, I, as I said, it was at best to skim. I want to take a longer read of it and then maybe we can just have a longer conversation when Jane, uh, with with everybody else around the table, when James comes back and when Amy comes back, when Mo just sits.
2: You didn't have to say that,
1: Mike. <laughs> <laughs> it Rude. A- hey, well, it, 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 it's, it's the gag, right? He said a lot last time, though. We have to admit.
2: Oh, yeah, of course.
1: Yeah.
0: Well, we might... You know,
2: it's, you know like, I feel like... I've always felt like the whole manga recession that happened in like oh seven, oh eight is always in the back of the minds of the North American manga publishers. So that's why I it kind of feels like as if they are kind of just bracing themselves for and like maybe making their adjustments as needed.
1: Yeah, I just well the but there there's a but for me and that's the that's, I just don't think it'll be that bad. It'll be a downturn. It'll be something to adjust to. But I don't think every. I don't think the sky is about to fall.
2: Especially because now that anime is, is, is as accessible as it ever was.
0: Yeah, yeah, and this is the We'll always country.
2: have people watching the newest thing or maybe stumbling on an older title if it happens to still be up for streaming, because they don't always stick around nowadays.
1: Uh, yeah, we, we kind of talked about that last episode, didn't we?
2: Mm-hmm. In
1: the last regular episode.
2: I mean... And then they'll go back <laughs> and then look for it. Like, I'll... So right now, for example, uh, James and I went to Anime Extreme on Sunday, and I overheard a conversation where like, a customer was asking for Blue Lock, and they were sold out of everything. The World it had Cup. no copies of Blue Lock in stock at that p- point.
1: Yeah, maybe that, and that might be uh, uh, Blue Lock might be enjoying as good a perfect storm, if there's such a thing as, as good a perfect storm as possible, bump from the World Cup, which in turn gave a little bit more attention to the anime, which in turn will give more attention to the, to the manga right now.
2: Yep, and anime it- will uh, a good anime adaptation will always boost sales of the manga.
1: That's what's happening here, and it's it was so timely, it was so timely because because it was the for for the Japanese national team, it was their strikers that were the highlights, and that's what at, what Blue Lock is about, or at, at its heart is about, right? Or okay, it, it it's basic premise, but it it, it kind of comes back down to a popular. Marketing marketing uh, model that I that I would have heard many years ago, which is, you know, read the movie. Like that's how bo- that's that was a that was the trend in in some book in bookstores in the nineties because a lot of novels were being adapted into major motion pictures. So part of the promotion was to re-release the novel but with the movie cover instead. Yeah. It's basically along this this line. There, there's exposure to the IP is more prevalent than ever, or at least it's just a lot. There is more more chance for exposure to the IP, and you can't
2: discount live action adaptations as well.
1: Yeah. So- well, that's that's probably and that could be the next part of the. Uh, I would say, I I would say viable part of the media mix. It's there. It's just that we obviously, obviously the fandom, our fandom has a love hate relationship with them at this point in time.
2: Well, no, and it's not necessarily just potential North American adaptations of manga or anime. It's, you know, foreign adaptations like in Europe or Japanese adaptations and yes. So for example, Alice in Borderland.
1: Yes. Like the, the, the one that's been airing on Netflix.
2: Yeah. Like that in general has been well received and there is a fan base for that show.
1: Anything. And the, and the original thing was the live action, not an anime adaptation, right?
2: Well, the original source material, I believe was the manga. Hmm. It's just that it was adapted into a live-action TV series.
1: And that's the popular, and that's the one that's that's been the hook
2: for so a while. Yes, so you, then you will get people looking for the manga. And I'm now curious now with the new Drops of God live-action series, the which, one, yeah, I know, which we did whole production to... between Japan and France. Uh will sales of the digital release pick up because you know the physical release that vertical put out is out of print now
0: so maybe and in your wildest dreams kevin
1: a reprint in your wildest dreams
2: no well i sure but i don't see it happening
1: that's why i said in your wildest dreams Because you've mentioned that before. In case uh, it's like a
2: huge explosion, which I don't foresee happening, but but you know, I'll be honest. As much as I'm glad and appreciative of Kodansha fully translating and uh, releasing the first Drops of God series digitally, I sometimes do wonder if it really made financial sense for them to do that
1: what the uh, the digital
2: or the physical at any point digital oh the physical release and the circumstances but behind that have been documented on the internet okay at least in some aspects basically uh, for those who don't know you're gonna you're gonna have cole's notes to this right yes i'll try my best to
1: uh, what's the what's the phrase tl DR. Yeah, T.L.D.R.
2: Didn't read, but Cole's notes when... is, an,
1: is such an old term. I'm sorry.
2: Oh, don't worry about it. So when Vertical licensed the Drops of God, the license was set
0: up so that they only licensed,
2: I believe, the first eight volumes. And in order to potentially put out the next volume, each book had to hit certain sales numbers. That only really happened for volume one, if I recall correctly. Hmm. Because I remember back in the day, Vertical tried... To promote the drops of God to a non-anime, non-manga audience—not a non-like—not the traditional audience that you would normally promote it to. So they would, if, if you know, if I'm not mistaken, I it has been so long, I might have some of my facts incorrect, but like they would hold events such as they would hold wine tasting events or they would try and get like wine critics to read it and i think they did get advertisements in like magazines that would be geared towards the wine crowd like things like that like like those were the those were the things that they tried to do to get it out there and so, volume one certainly sold well enough to unlock the next volume, but the rest didn't follow suit. So, I feel that the impression I get is that you know, the non traditional audience that they were trying to get bought that volume one, thought that you know, this was pretty cool, but then just wouldn't commit to the next volume.
1: Hmm.
2: That's like, that's what it seems to have turned out to be, if I recall correctly.
1: And repeat it again. How long ago was it? How many years?
2: Oh, this probably was 10 years at this point.
1: Yeah. And that's, it's always just worth noting. Times have changed. And maybe this, in your wildest dreams again, let's see what, how the reception for the Apple TV adaptation goes.
2: Yep, yeah, and by Before all uh, of 2011 was when the first omnibus volume of The Drops of God came out. Okay, yeah, and so, I remember,
1: you're not the only person who's a fan that I know.
2: Mm-hmm, and so that volume that was unlocked, Vertical decided to do the, the New World book. Give me a second. Mm-hmm. But I, I will state
1: that... Kevin isn't the only person who who I know of who holds some interest. It's one of our regular listeners. And I know, I know Squirrely will listen to this sooner or later and they'll probably add something to the story that's probably worth mentioning in
0: some months down the road. But
1: I know that the, I remember reading the Cult of Mac or skimming through the Cult of Mac review of the first episodes of uh, of Drops of God. And it was guarded optimism. That's the sense I got. They liked what they saw, but they were really starting to wonder where it would eventually go. And for what it's worth, we haven't uh, had a chance. None of us have uh, had a chance to see it yet. We could at least watch the first episode. That's the policy on Apple TV Plus. We were supposed to have done that this week. Like, get just all, all uh, meet up, all gather, and then just uh, watch that first episode.
0: We should still try and do that. Yeah.
1: So, just a. Uh, you know, just just something to put out there, and maybe
2: that's a part of the story we can we'll have to keep up with too. So yeah, I'm curious now that whether or not will people actually try and look for those vertical releases now,
1: mm-hmm. or will people turn to say a digital the digital platforms, not necessarily K manga because this is a Kodanja, of course, but. Just, just a digital version, and 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 I know in this uh, in this Deb Aoki article, they also make a rep, they also make passing reference to, to libraries as well, and how they're important to what's to come as well.
2: I believe the Drops of God is still available to read on Comixology in the U.S. if you have that membership. I actually, or are they even still technically around? I always kind of forget. They actually, I think, because I know. There were layoffs at Comixology lately, but... It's all,
1: I, I thought it was all but gone.
2: Well, that's just me. I forgot, to be honest, because that was where it launched. And then for us in Canada, uh, our Comixology was never quite the same functionally, but I believe it was on Kindle Unlimited. Yeah. And if I'm not mistaken, if you do have an Amazon Prime membership, then you get that. Kind of like I, how I, in the states, if you had I, Amazon Prime, you had Comicsology as well, if I remember correctly.
1: I, I think they're separate. I think uh, last I checked, Kindle Unlimited and Prime are separate memberships. Last mm. I checked, so I, I I would double check that. I will I I have to. I would double check that, but but that would be a hell of a value if that was the case. So. Anyway, there's uh, some stuff to consider. I, I think, well, I, I do want to take a longer read of this article and actually make notes, and then we'll see where we go because there's a lot of other parts to this to this story. Yes, we've talked about just big names, but there are still smaller names. We hinted at it. And, you know, as I said, maybe this is something we can have when we can talk about at length when James and uh, Amy and Mo return to the table. In any event, uh that's a few thoughts. At least uh where we think uh, the business is or at least the latest news on the on the uh, m- on the manga business
2: and where you know, it
1: it's in the present ecosystem.
2: You know, one thing does come to mind right now. So, as of this recording, yes, I don't think Kmanga has announced their pricing yet. Still. It's supposed to be this month, right? It's launching in ten days as of this recording. Eep. So this is May we had just now crossed into May third. Eastern time. as of this recording we passed midnight. hmm So oh, actually no, I'm mistaken. It's technically sooner. it's eight days now.
1: It's sooner. And we don't know anything at this stage. We still don't know the greatest amount.
2: Well, this will be interesting. So, it, it, was, it come to my attention that Kodansha USA, their higher-ups are Japanese, and I believe they could have come from The Japanese branch. So last time I thought that there was a possibility that, you know, the Japanese Kodansha and the North American Kodansha may have been kind of debating this. Although I think back on it, who knows if that was really, if that would actually make sense? It would make more sense if. Let's say on the Jap, like the higher ups who are Japanese would want to do the Coinbase system, and then they're getting maybe there there's deliberations being held. Still, who knows, right? We can only guess. But it because it otherwise doesn't make sense for them to still not announce how the pricing structure is. No, I'd be curious. I think a lot of people are. It's like, why would they not tell you at this point? Unless they do think that what they're doing isn't the best idea, but they're just not going to say it until the last possible moment. But then it's like, why would you even hold out? Unless they really haven't figured it out yet.
1: Well, later, I, I, it depends on how DOA it could get. How, is, there, is, there a level, is there different levels of dead on all rival? we can talk about here because, because maybe that's where we're leading to. Mm Mm-hmm. So there's dead on arrival and then there's really dead on arrival. Like
2: the Square Enix manga app that they put out was basically dead on arrival.
1: Although it's still around and they say they're trying to improve. And that was hinted in the R in the Aoki article.
2: Yeah. I think it's a matter of time. It's just, I think because
1: it's it seemingly stumbled so badly are people willing to give it a chance and this is maybe where Kodansha is.
2: See Kodansha has enough of a strong back catalog of titles that like any mistakes they may or make can be just fixed over time or they can make those decisions to Change
0: and it would still salvage if there is something to say if we have to salvage something because I feel like
2: maybe it's just one of those things where you just gotta put it out, see how it goes, and then if you're really not getting the results you want, and that's when you have to make a decision on what to do next.
3: Yeah.
0: Okay.
1: But, okay, you know what? That'll probably be certainly something we'll keep our eye on as the month goes and we meet quota.
2: (laughs) See, I feel like, like, I believe Bookwalker... has their way of like you directly buy the chapters you earn you earn coins with your purchases and then you can redeem coins for more purchases or something like that
1: yeah i'm not totally sure about that one maybe i'll just if like the there's only one title that has my attention there right now it's and you know it it's my stepmom's daughter is my ex (laughs) (laughs) it's the only title i think i can think of right now that has my attention in that uh, under that label sadly and and funny enough it's because i've watched episodes of the anime okay so yeah there's the there's that ecosystem
2: at work right again right see because at least in that case it's kind of a hybrid because like you're you are paying with real money. It's just yes, you ha- you receive additional currency that you can then use. It's yeah, not I, I whereas just, it's not like as if you're using money to buy the currency, and it's that currency is what's needed to buy the product. It's like you buy you get more currency, and then you can use that to help you get. Is that is that it? Basically, okay. You're and basically buying in app currency.
1: You're buying
0: in app yeah it just
1: anyway the the thing is the thing is volumes are available at least on Kindle, so it's on ebook if you're willing to pay ten bucks
0: don't know yet yeah
2: but like
0: maybe'll has anime.
2: like concha has like a fair amount of good titles, and they also have built up a a pretty robust digital only backlog too or <laughs>
1: And that, I know you mentioned that, and that's why this is still, that's why there's, well, you're, you're basically, it's
0: just coming back to what's at stake here and what could help it
1: one way or another, right? That back catalog is important. It could be what keeps it afloat. It could be what keeps it steady, despite, you know, how we
0: think it's about to go.
1: But. What do I know, right? Yeah. Can I uh, can before we start to wrap it up tonight? uh, Can I go back to just one other uh, metaphor or analogy from that uh, Debayoki article, and maybe this is an illustration of how you know what to expect as time goes right. We mentioned that uh, that seemingly uh, sales have plateaued a little bit, and while. Growth will be still on the uptick. It's probably not as explosive as it had been in the earlier years of the pandemic for manga manga sales, right? Mm -hmm. I I I, when that when I heard it put in those terms, I thought of my or our old university anime club at York University. Okay, And and I mentioned remember I mentioned back in January I had visited them just to see how they're doing. Just to see how they had managed and because they hadn't done anything in person with their fans with um their members in a couple of years and this was the you know this was the first well they they had their last term but uh they had the uh, fall term but they were beginning their winter term and i just wanted to see how they were doing and they told me and I forgot the exact number of memberships they had, but I just know it was mind-boggling. It was a record for them. And they were able to... And with it, with the memberships came a lot of, you know, a lot of income. And they have used it and bought and bought various pieces of equipment to help them run the club from this point forward.
2: Mm, I, yeah, I remember you telling me this.
1: Yeah, and I forgot the exact number. I forgot the exact number. They The um, people who run the club now, Hinted it to me. I just know I was really impressed with it. But they also told me they're preparing for the future. They said we're not going to get pull this many members next year. We'll be happy if we can pull out half this many next year. I think it was like I should ask. I, I should try and remember the exact number, so as so as not to um, inflate it. I just know it was a pretty. Like a really, really impressive number. I know in my day running that group, I was happy during any one term to, to see at least 100 members. Like that signed up? That would have signed up in any form, 100 members. And I know the only question is how many times that many
2: it is for this, this academic year there. See, when I was part of my anime club at UTM,
0: my hope at the time when I ended
2: up becoming involved was how many people can we get to stick around? Because it it did weigh in the back of my mind
3: Mm-hmm.
2: that if we don't get enough people to stick around and want to be execs, then we don't know how long the club will last.
1: Mm-hmm. And that, contrast that with, to, with what I know of their club, the club today. People want to see it go, keep it going, and they have their visions for it. Uh, people who want, who want to become leaders within that club, then they have their visions for it. Right. They, 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 consider it a wonderful space, a social space. Many of them have made friends. It's a, it, it's a very good, it's a very good atmosphere. The type, the type of, you know, it, it's just a, a really friendly atmosphere there. And I was, I, I'll always say I was really impressed with how, what I saw. And, but it's also just different from my time when I ran a club, the exact same club back then. So just just a thought, and you know, as I said, they're preparing for their future the same way. It's just that they think that they, it won't be as much, they don't wouldn't have that post you know that post-COVID bump. So they have to you know sca- uh, they have to plan accordingly.
2: But just a thought. Just Whereas a thought. with my enemy Club, I don't think they exist anymore because I think the pandemic killed the club.
1: Ah, okay.
2: Because I mentioned in the past that I tried to find them at one point and I couldn't find them. So you still haven't? Well, I didn't try beyond that one time, but oh, yeah. it's not a good sign when you don't see the club have a office space
1: or any just in the, ut- presence. In the student center. Just any presence, right? Mm hmm. It's what's the other bit uh, I want to mention there? Other, uh, my train of thought, uh, my train of thought uh, that I wanted to add to the uh, club uh, in terms of the club is uh, I want to mention something else concerning the club. Contrast that with the fact that I uh, that the anime club at York University is considered one of the bigger social clubs there. So
2: I oh, think, they campus, they told me, whole, huh? I mean, as a whole.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's what I. That's what they hinted to me. Yeah, it's it, by by membership. It's uh, probably the biggest uh, social club uh, on campus. So, yeah, the the number if I if I'm able to remember it again, yeah,
0: quite a bit. Okay.
1: Oh, uh, did you want to add anything, or should I just move on? Because I did want to hype up one last thing before we go tonight. Oh. Uh... And it's going to be you giving me a pep talk. Oh, really? Yes. Uh, you well, know where I'm about to go with this.
2: I haven't really read anything new since the last recording, so I'd say go ahead. Okay. No, no, that's, that's not the pep talk I'm, I, I'm asking you to give me. Oh, no, because I would have probably just said something about what I've been reading, but... Okay. But yeah, nothing new.
1: Well, I mean, as I said, I'm I'm reading uh, I'm uh, my own present read is, is B-Stars volume 6. I I kind of taken a pause on reading Kaguya-sama cuz I finished I, I stopped at 19. But I'll continue that later on. Uh, on my own time. But it's B-Stars right now. And just uh, since we're since we're into May uh, at the beginning of the month of May, we're thinking also to the end of it when anime north happens and we can confirm now for us we are set to do recordings at beginning at 10 p.m on the friday night and the saturday night yes that'll put us head-to-head with against the usual which means nobody's going to come in head-to-head with the usual stuff like anime hell which means nobody's going to come and watch us which is
2: you know, or whatever rave that's
1: going on, whatever rave will be going on on Saturday, which is quite fine with me. However, you want to come out, come for a quiet conversation, sure. But we are now set. But our time is confirmed now for 10 p.m. on Friday and Saturday night. Location probably in the roughly the same spot if you ever looked for us back then. Well, more more details to come. But also for me and Kevin. Yes, we are doing the Noma no Ichi. If things lined up today, we would have started doing our, or Kevin would have started helping me with my annual storage locker dive for stuff to sell at said Noma no Ichi.
2: We're table buddies, I believe as
1: yes, well. Yes, our, our, ta- our we have tables beside each other. It's just that you know I'll probably have to leave just a little early, so I can start setting up for the uh, for the taping that night. Mm-hmm. So. Uh, I know I'll bring out uh, items, and I know it'll be hopefully be enough to say it was worth uh, paying the. Is it forty bucks this year for the table?
2: I don't. I forgot the base amount, but Let's maybe see. it's fifty. But then, if you did have a table last year, you do get a discount.
1: Okay, but uh, but it should be enough to still say it was worth uh, doing it. So, in your case, I don't think it'd be very hard. Considering what I'll probably it will, what I'll pull out, and you'll help me pull out, I hope from the storage locker when the so time comes. are we
2: doing this, Mike? <laughs> it was
1: supposed to have been We would have. We would have done part one of it today. We should have done part one of it today. But
2: hey, what can you do? Yeah, we'll do part one of it in a few days. Exactly how many days? So. Well, you see, ended that. You ended that statement with a question.
1: <laughs> That's why I need the pep talk, Kevin. That's why I need the pep talk.
2: <laughs> yeah you should just because you need be to be documenting your stuff anyway
1: yeah that's the problem it's part of it, 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 it it's a twofold thing to do uh, to properly catalog what's still in there from the first uh after the first uh first time i really did the know me uh, six years ago it's now six years i think
2: yeah because i can only ask you so many times until i sound annoying
1: Trust me, trust me, you're not, you're not anywhere close to that. If it makes it <laughs> any better. Cause I, cause you know, once in a while it's needed. So we'll tell you more about that as the, in the weeks leading up to anime north. And, or if you're curious and chances are uh, we'll put up items in the, uh, in our, on our Twitter feed at anime round table.
2: Oh really? You're going to do that?
1: I think I'll put up other, the odd item. I think I'll put up the odd item just meant just to mention that just anything to help generate uh, any interest in any of the items we'll I'll put up. Yes. Uh, check out the tea house of uh, the what's the, of the maple. Is that
2: what it's called? You almost had it. It's yeah, the tea, tea house, house of maple, the maple moon. moon. Ch- check or, out the um,
1: forums there. Uh, we'll put up items there. I know that I know that uh, the exchanges have started.
2: That is the official forums of Anime North, by the way.
1: Yes. So you'll see the link on the AAN website or, and then you can always pay attention to us for other things. Once again, Twitter and Instagram at AnimeRoundtable, AnimeRoundtable.com, the finally updated website, at least in terms of content. Hopefully it'll be pulled into the 2020s in the very near future. Oh, TikTok. Yeah, TikTok at Anime Roundtable as well. Well, I'll put up the odd thing. Although, as I said, Kevin may uh, take uh, some of the controls soon.
2: In 2025.
1: Well, at least it'll be in 2020s. (laughs) Twitch.tv slash anime roundtable. Still figuring out how uh, we'll do it. It, The thing is, it's the reason I haven't started playing uh, Yakuza Kiwami 2. I'm kicking myself on this one. And then maybe we'll stream it on the YouTube channel. But uh, yeah, as I said, just uh, something to uh, sit just to chat around the space eater.
2: Yes, give us five stars if you. Oh yeah, yeah, like this. Give us, give, give us a up.
1: Yeah, give us a thumb us, thumbs up uh, wherever you get your podcasts, and hopefully it'll help us in the future.
2: Uh, you know, feel free to let people know. That we exist because we're bad at doing that ourselves. <laughs> <laughs> well, overall, yes, but
1: uh, we'll, we're we're here, and we'll keep we'll keep trying. Anyway, tell you what, I'm going to go back to reading. I'll go back to reading uh, reading B stars. I'll tell you. I'll give you a few more thoughts later on. Okay. Okay. And then, or maybe I'll read a uh, quintessential quintuplets again, and I'll tell you that. I'll give you a few. Did more that wolf girl later. show up yet? Oh, in B stars. Yeah. Um. Uh, yes, I guess. I think I know who you're talking about.
2: It's an, mm, okay. It, it's uh. It's Juno, right? I believe that's her name. Yeah. yeah she. She's, she's an interesting one. Well,
1: she. Yeah, she debuted in volume five. Oh, okay. So, so I'm in six, and she's starting to become significant.
2: Yeah, I kind of forgot where I left off in Beastars myself.
1: Okay. Good read. I'm having fun. It, it, a good read. It's just sometimes I have trouble making time for it, much less in, like, much less anime. You
2: it, know it, it's, it's I have I have friends who will not try out B stars because they just think it's a big, furry fest, and it's like they're really.: missing Sure, sure but, but it's it's so much more than that. It's so I, much more than just anthropomorphic animals.
1: Yeah, but I thought it's yeah, okay, fine. their choice. I think it's... I, I'm, in, I'm enjoying it. So I'll, t- so I'll give you... A, so, you know, as I read it, I'll give a few more thoughts, right? And maybe hopefully by then I'll have my own copies, not the uh, library copies I'm presently holding. Mm. Hopefully.
2: I'm waiting for TPL to buy Volume 17 of Railgun so I can catch up with it. <laughs> That's the current volume that's out by seven C's right now.
1: Yeah, and you're enjoy- and that's your that's your title right now, right? That's your go to.
2: Yeah, and I also um I've been meaning to resume reading Batum as well because I'm wow. about the halfway point of that or a little bit past that.
1: Out of like in the Purgatory Years. That's one title I remember hearing about.
2: That is It's was- uh, it's a pretty based series, I have to say. Yeah. It's um not necessarily like, not it's not a great series, but you know it's it, it does entertain if if you're a fifteen year old male.
1: <laughs> yeah, I know we're just a little older than that. Hey, it's there's nothing like reliving some of your youth.
2: It gets pretty dumb later on. I kind of flipped through some of those later chapters. I don't know why it went in that direction. Sometimes that's a guilty pleasure too. Is this well, actually when you say like, dumb? Is this like a is this guilty pleasure dumb? It be it had to become a guilty pleasure for me. I would say earlier chapters of Batum were fine. Like it it does start off strong, and I won't lie. It's a very like wish fulfillment kind of series. Like because. The main character is basically just a guy who played this one online game way too much, and then to his detriment in society. so so in terms of you know society, because he, he is a neat and then he gets thrown into this real life version of the game and because he has that baseline knowledge of the game is why he is able to excel at it or at least stay alive.
1: <laughs> yeah, that, that, I remember the premise. Which is it just it
2: certain things introduced later on where that does take it in a in a strange and well you hinted questionable at direction.
1: Yeah, and that's that's the uh, that's the dumb you're talking about, right?
2: And, and they don't do Himiko any real favors as well because they basically just make her a damsel yeah spoiler alert for the tomb
1: (laughs) well now you know what we're all up to we'll catch up with the others uh, in a couple weeks i think a couple weeks tune in for that won't you have a good night have a good night